Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Why, hello there. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's Monday. It's my dumb little show. Seven minutes after nine, the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And, well, uh, let's see. Apart from the uh, arraignment of Donald Trump coming up tomorrow... Uh, which uh, it, the new the big story today is they're going to be uh, Fox is already on this. I'm sure the other stations are as well. He's arriving in Manhattan today. We'll bring it to you live. So, <laughs> in other words, nothing's going to happen today. Tomorrow's the big day. Let, let's just be honest here. Tomorrow's the big day. Tomorrow's going to be a funky day in America. And I'll give you my thoughts on that coming up. But I I just want to say this, you know, for the record. Okay, I I am now utterly convinced that the left in this country want a civil war. They want violence in the streets. They want a lot of uh, pissed off people. And and I'm this is the straw that broke the camel's back. This is when the clouds parted, man. Okay, they put a, a tranny in a bathtub on a can of Bud Light. Can of Bud Light. Okay. Not a white claw, <laughs> you know, a, a freaking Bud Light, and I, you know, may, may, and you want to call me up and argue this point with me, but they just put a tranny because this this Dylan Mulvaney, who's a dude, you know, I'm just I'm trannied out. He's a dude. You're a dude, dude. You're a dude. Okay, you got some giblets going there. You're a dude. He's only been a chick or living like a chick for a year now. He was celebrating his 365th day of girliness uh, over the weekend. And as part of that, the, the man, Anheuser-Busch, Anheuser, Anheuser, uh, has made uh, the, the trans influencer who once famously interviewed Joe Biden, Dylan Mulvaney, the spokesperson, the face of Bud Light, the national beer of rednecks everywhere. Now, I, I maybe that sounds a little harsh, but I tell you what: when I got to the South, uh, the real South, not freaking Delaware, but the real South, and I came south of Texas, some of my first images of being in Texas were of people holding Bud Light Tall Boys. Man, I, I just they're all over the place. You know, we, when I was in Austin. Uh, the first year I was here, we we used to do you know uh, uh, what do you call it? the the party before a football tailgating. We used to do tailgating stuff with the station I worked at and set up a little tent, you know, give away some stinking prizes for all the drunkards uh, getting ready for the football game. And damn it, they all had a Bud Light. It was Bud Light, Bud Light. Every Bud, am I not? Am I wrong? Isn't Bud Light sort of the de facto king of beers for rednecks? I mean, it, it, you know what I mean? Redneck, they, and I'm not, I'm not disparaging rednecks. Okay, I'm half a redneck myself. I'm just, I'm saying, you see a lot of Bud Lights in folks who probably have traditional values about stuff. Okay, a tranny holding a white claw, nobody cares. Okay, but I'm just saying, the when the spokesperson for Bud Light is going to be Dylan Mulvaney, don't tell me they don't want a civil war. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me they don't want to piss people off to the point of where the CMTs were trannied up last night. I didn't watch it. 
you know, I'm just kind of done with the award show thing. I, in fact, I'll be honest with you. I cared more about my friend Irma's pot roast yesterday than I did the CMTs. Didn't watch it. But I ate a lot of pot roast with my wife. I, I didn't even know the CMTs were happening last night. I don't follow corporate country music. The bits that I've heard suck. It's just crummy. Unless you're Chris Stapleton. Okay, there ain't nobody at the top of that food chain doing anything worth worth a crap. Well, so you're like me. You didn't watch it because there was a good chance you wouldn't know who any of these people I didn't, are. I don't follow. I don't know who yeah, any I, of them are. Yeah. I don't follow new country music. Unless it's on KNBT, and I'll, I'll put them out there in Austin. I mean, I, I like Americana. Oh, the new the small, station? Yeah, yeah I mean, they, they play a lot yeah. of good stuff, all right? But you put on a new country music station, and I'm, it's crap. It's crossover crap. It's weird. I, my friends, I still have record label friends and right. people in Nashville. I don't know any of the artists that they represent anymore. No. So I guess in order to fill up the broadcast last night, you know, I, I didn't watch it, but I guess it was, you know, trannied up, and there was a stripper chick there or something with a big ass. That's what my wife said. My wife is describing some stripper or some former stripper. Do we know who that was? Megan the Stallion the, from Houston, the Stallion. Texas. She's from Texas. Yeah, she's Houston girl. She's a Houston girl. Well, yeah. apparently she has a big ass because well, that's you know, all every, my wife talked about. Everything's bigger in Texas. Well, apparently, yeah. especially when you're walking away from somebody. <laughs> it's impressive. You know. <laughs> So, I mean, I got nothing against big old asses. I'm just saying. Jimmy. Right. See how you are. Put on the CMTs, man. Impressive. If the if the butt's too if the butt's so big you can put a wet bar on top of it, you know, that's a big old butt. And I'm just saying, what's that got to do with country music, you know? And and I so I don't know. I guess it was woke and there was dudes and dresses. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I don't feel as if my life is lacking anything. But again, don't tell me they don't want a civil war in this country when you're this country music awards and it's woke and trannied up. You're gonna upset some Bud Light drinkers. I'm just saying. I'm trannied out. I'm done. I've been done for a while. I don't give a crap what your freaking pronoun is. I think you're all screwed up in the head. And you know what? I still support gay rights. But this ain't about gay rights. You know what's going on with the trans community right now? You're being used. You're being used to achieve a political end. And you know what? Apart from allowing, uh, you know, sickos access to children, we have somebody who is top of the food chain there at the Boston Children's Hospital who is the head of gender-affirming care for kids. And she's like, we need more surgery rooms. We need more equipment. We need more doctors to do gender-affirming surgery for little kids. So apart from opening the door to genital mutilation in children, you're also just trying to piss people off to the point to where they take to the streets. That's what I. That's why you indict Donald Trump. That's why you do a lot of this stuff. They want people to lose their ass in this country. That's why you leave the border open. That's why I don't give a crap about fentanyl. That's why after a tranny kills three nine-year-olds and three 60-year-olds, you spend the entire stinking week from the Oval Office all the way down saying that somehow the killer was the freaking victim here? You guys are so far off the res, they don't even send buses where you are. And most Americans are starting to wake up to this crap. And don't you ever put a tranny in a bathtub (laughs) to sell Bud Light. 
Did you see that video, Don? They played this Dylan Mulvaney. James, you see it? He's, he's he because he's a dude. He's got giblets. Okay, <laughs> and he's in a bathtub selling Bud Light. I have not seen it, but here's the other thing. Somebody said yes to this. That's making six figures or more yes. at Anheuser Busch. Yes, and somebody's going to lose their job. I, I well, I think there's two things going on. Uh, I think you have people in these corporations that are too afraid of losing their gig that they don't say anything about it. And then you got leadership that's being infested by liberal idiots uh, who are pushing this stuff. And Elon's right, man. Woke is broke. Woke is broke. Well, the phone's way over there because I had to switch computers. I'm on the main mic now, and I can't reach my phone. I come come back into the studio, and I, I see you. Normally, I just see the back of your head. I think somebody over the weekend was playing Galaga on my computer, and it's just not coming on. And so I came over. To, I'm on the main computer now, so for the first time in months, I can see both of your faces. What? Well, I, I can see your face, Don. I've been, you've been looking at my ass for, like, you know, several months. May you know Megan the Stallion, but still. <laughs> I ain't no Megan the Stallion. No, Sorry yours, about that. yours is not impressive. Mine's non-existent, <laughs> like, like, according rhyme, to my like, wife. Why am I the Pinto? My wife says I don't have an ass. <laughs> I am. I'm a pinto. I have back. I don't even know what that means. I, have, I don't either, but it sounds about right. I, I surely, I'm certainly not a Mustang. And uh, no, I don't have an ass. I got back. I got spine. Then I got leg. So it's just you, not there. Do you want me to take the collar for you? And yes. Put I, it's, I can't reach it. It's way over there. Trey, because he sets up the room for me every day. You know, he, right. that's his thing. And I, 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 I appreciate it. So when he left, I was sitting way over there, so he moved the phone over there for me. Right. But now the phone's way over there, and I'm way over here. Well, do you want me to go grab it for you and bring it closer? Is that... That's what she said. Here's, um... <laughs> Talent's not happy. <laughs> here is... Who is this? Talent's not happy. Who's on, who's on the phone? Jeff. Jeff, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, Rama? Hey! Another day in paradise. Hey. Yeah, just out here trucking. Hey, brother, I just want to let you know uh, Prop A is starting to reach out past San Antonio. Me and my wife went to the Evo movie theater in Universal uh, Cibolo, and you used to be able to push the button and order the food, but now you have to order the food and pay for it before they bring it. Uh-huh. I was talking to some people around the area, and they're like, hey, what's this all about? And I said, hey, this is that Prop A. I said, have you all been paying attention? Have you all listened to Rima and Trey Ware? <laughs> and they're like, no, we don't know nothing about it. So I played a little clip while we were waiting for the previews, Right. They're like, holy crap, we didn't know this was happening. Well, you know, and the smash and grab stuff's already going on without Prop A. I mean, uh, they wouldn't be under Prop A and Cibolo, but where was the store? We had a store over the weekend that a bunch of people w- ran into and stole a bunch of crap, right? Because I saw a KTSA story we were trying to find. It was find San, Mar- San Marcos. San Marcos. So yeah. even in these towns that aren't going to be affected by Prop A, right. they're already going in that direction with the crime. So don't tell yeah, me you get talking, Prop A working here in San Antonio, and I'm sure the people in Cibolo had no idea. Yeah, I was talking to the waitress, and she's like, yeah, she goes, this movie theater, we went and saw that Dungeons and Dragons movie. She said, this movie theater is almost full, and she goes, there's probably going to be maybe 10 or 15 people are going to walk out right before I give them the check, and there's nothing I can do. God. They said they're ordering all these drinks and food and stuff, and they know when the ticket comes, and they just walk out. Man. So they're making them pay up front. Well, you can't blame them, man. Yeah, so they took the button. They took the uh, button off the little seats, and right. when you walk in, there's a self-serve area now, and if you need anything, you go down there and get it. Right. Well, that's the, that. unfortunately, that's the way they got to go. They can't be losing yeah. money. Oh, yeah, I can't I, blame them. 
Nope, I appreciate the call, man. That that's you know that's uh, welcome to San Antonio. Prop A passes. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. And we're back, 937 on News Talk 550 KTSA. I got daytime on, uh, is that, what, what channel is that? Is that the Fox channel? Kimberly's drinking wine at 938 in the morning, Kimberly. Look at that. Look at she drinking some wine right there on television. Have a good day. Two one zero five nine. I like how they're both swishing it around in the glass. Oh, you know, like, you know. If it were me, I'd just be knocking it back out of the bottle. <laughs> That's not well, but yeah, see, yeah. if you're if staggering you're trying, around the hallways of the TV I, station, I know a little bit about this. If you're trying to hide a liquor problem, what you do is when you drink wine, you do the oh, let me try the bouquet thing here. <laughs> oh, excellent bouquet! You try to act like you're freaking educated about it, but you really you just want to swill it down to the dregs. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm, I'm just getting, saying. I'm getting certain overtones and notes. In I this. got a, a peach note there. Uh, you're, you're looking. It, it's cheap wine. Just suck it down. All right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Do it for me! Boots I can't far. drink it anymore. You must drink for me. All right. <laughs> Rami used to get Kimberly, drunk. Kimberly, you must drink for me. What? Rami get drunk and wander around the hallways firing people. <laughs> You're fine. You're, You're fine. You're right. fine. I don't have a problem. Um, <laughs> so I, this is kind of an interesting cultural thing, and and uh, it, we we had some fun with this at the very end of the show with Ware and Rima in that. If I bring up a film reference, or if Trey brings up a film reference, his film references are already always going to stop around 1989, 1990. You know what I mean? Because the man hasn't seen a movie since then. <laughs> so, you know, he brought up uh, a Capricorn One earlier about going to the moon, and I had to think about it. I was talking about John Wick, which was the big, that and Dungeons and Dragons over the weekend did very, very well. And you mentioned John Wick to Trey Ware, and he has absolutely no idea. With you know, he, he knows more about the Hallmark Channel than he does. I know more about the Hallmark Channel than than, than John Wick. So you, you know what I mean. You, you, but John, th- th- there's an interesting cultural thing going on here with the movies that people are consuming and and spending lots of money on. One of them is a movie that Trey has seen, and I haven't. And that's the Jesus Revolution, which is still rocking and rolling, apparently, at the box office. Costs four million bucks to make uh, in an industry right now where most movies cost considerably more than that. And because it's a hopeful movie about Jesus, people are going to see it. Uh, Top Gun did very, very well. Complete popcorn movie, right? It's not, it ain't freaking Macbeth. It's Tom Cruise in a jet airplane. Yeah. With some 80s rock uh, playing in, in the background. The movie made a crap load of money. Spielberg said that one movie, uh, Top Gun Maverick, saved the theatrical industry, meaning the movie housing. This weekend, uh, the biggest movie, two big movies, were John Wick 8 or whatever the hell it was. You know, John, Keanu just keeps pumping those flicks out. They're all the same damn movie, right? It's just him killing people for, for 90 minutes. This, this movie was almost damn near three hours. And did a very respectable box office over the weekend. The other movie that's very popular, it's doing very well, is the Dungeons and Dragons movie. 
which yeah. apparently is a is an action flick. It's you know got some special effects, kind of science fictiony, fantasy stuff, you know. But it's also apparently got a lot of humor. Another great popcorn movie, and it's the number one movie at the box office. You look at the movies that won awards uh, for the Oscar during the awards season. Okay, they're all movies nobody saw. You know, they're all art house movies or woke movies, preachy movies, and nobody cared. Okay, Tom Cruise in a freaking jet airplane. Oh, yeah. Now, a culture is reflective of the people. In fact, if you want to know where a nation is or a community of people are at any given moment in their existence, look at their art, look at their culture. Look at the music they're listening to. Look at the movies they're going to see in our in our time. Look at the books they're reading. Look at the look at the culture they're consuming. Because the the architects of the culture want you to think that the crap that they think is great is what everybody thinks is great. <laughs> if that makes sense. They they put out movies that you should see if you're a responsible citizen because they have a great message, right? And and people S can it. They don't watch. They don't go, they don't put the money out to see it. The culture we have right now is reflecting, in my opinion, a reaction against all this preachiness and, and this woke stuff. People aren't going to the movies to hear, you know, how a trans cartoon character makes her way through life. I don't know. I mean, Sean, this Jesus Revolution is up to fifty point nine million. Fifty point nine million. It cost four to make. Like four or seven, yeah. something around. Some, there. I think it was four. I think it was. The other thing is, look at the ratings of the shows declining, and yeah. that coincides with what you're saying. Yeah, I mean it, the, the award shows nobody's watching anymore, and when they spend the money to go to a movie theater, and I know it's not the theater owner's fault, but it's damn expensive. It ain't no cheap thing. To go to the movies these days, uh, they're they're not spending the money to go see you know everything all at once all the time. <laughs> they're they're not putting out the money to go see the latest Disney animated, soon to be a classic piece of crap that's got a gay rabbit in it or some damn thing or a trans aardvark or whatever. This guy back in Denver years ago, he's since passed on, Reggie McDaniel. He was a movie critic. It was the Everyday People. He did the Everyday People's Movie Guide radio. It was a radio show. And he used to say, when people go into a movie theater, they want to leave their, they don't want to have to bring their baggage with them. They want to leave their baggage outside the theater. They want to go away for a couple of hours. It's the same reason I watch baseball. Okay, I don't want to think about the problems of the world. I, I, I want a break. I need a little mental vacation. And you, if you look at the culture, the aspects of our culture that people are consuming the most, baby, it ain't the woke crap. <laughs> it sure as hell is not. Uh, and, and that is telling in and of itself. Um, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. But what do I know? I think a RuPaul Build-A-Bear is kind of weird, you know. Obviously, I'm a Nazi and a cave dweller. You know, obviously, I'm just so brimming with hate that I don't understand the cultural value of a lot of this stuff. And and frankly, I, I, I'm getting to a place, and I, I know I've said this to you before, where I, I grew up a big fan of movies, big TV-watching guy. 
And I just, I've lost a lot of interest in it, in, in most of what's put out. I, I watch a lot of baseball this time of year. Watched the Rangers were kicking ass all weekend, man. That was badass. I watch the news, obviously, because of what I do for a living, and I'm curious about world events. And I'm telling you, I and I, I this is going to get my man card yanked, but I don't mind having the Hallmark Channel on all the time. Mindless crap I could just look at that's always got a happy freaking ending. And uh, and that's where I am. I do have to say this, though. I'm, I'm getting a lot of crap, a lot of grief from my wife because we all want to see the Dungeons and Dragons movie. But, you know, when my wife was in school on the West Side, she played softball. She did track, I believe. She was very athletic, right? She was a jock kid. She was a, she was a tomboy. Did some dancing and stuff like that, but she did a lot of athletics. She sure as hell wasn't playing Dungeons and Dragons. Guess who was? I was. Me too. Guilty. I played Dungeons and Dragons with my friends all the way up through high school. And every time that I mention that, my wife says the N-word, man. <laughs> Do we all know what the N-word is? It's not the one you're thinking. Nerd with a capital N, man. Because the jocks, if you think back, the jocks always thought the D&D kids were nerds. And we were, frankly. But I say, hey, I want to see that Dungeons & Dragons movie because I used to play. Oh, you're such a nerd, Mr. John. What a nerd playing Dungeons & Dragons. Like a little nerd. <laughs> I was pitching for a softball team. Dodging bullets on the west side. You were in, the, in Annapolis playing your silly Dungeons & Dragons fighting Dragons with dice. <laughs> my, Do you know what I mean? My, grandma, <laughs> my grandmother used to laugh at me. It was I had to hide my D and D as a Hispanic kid. Realize <laughs> as a Hispanic kid, they expect that crap from Caucasian kids on the East Coast. You're a Hispanic dude in San Antonio playing D and D. I'd keep that quiet. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's take a break. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. You're certainly entitled to your opinion. Opinions. My opinions matter. We listen to yours. That's what I like about talk radio. News Talk five fifty KTSA. In my opinion, you guys are doing a great job. And FM one zero seven one. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. Um, well, this was embarrassing. Uh, you have this just monster, these monster tornadoes uh, rolling over the Mississippi Delta, and you had your president, in fact, an E4, and I saw some of the video of this thing, and it was, man, it's just unbelievable. This was Saturday, right? Or last Saturday. And uh, so Joe Biden, yo, Biden, to his friends, uh, is in Rolling Fork, Mississippi, a town that was devastated by the uh, by the tornado last Saturday. And uh, he starts opening his mouth, and this is what he had to say. The town of Rolling Stone will be back, and we'll be with you every step of the way. And I, did I, what did I say? I, I didn't, I said Rolling Fork. Rolling Stone, I got my mind going here. No, you actually don't have your mind going, Rolling Stone. 
rolling. And I guess uh, people are starting to shout when he when he you know screws up the name of their town, <laughs> whatever town he's visiting. I mean, certain towns he's never going to have to worry about, like Palestine, Ohio. Doesn't have to worry about pronouncing that wrong. Nashville. Uh, but in uh, Rolling Fork, uh, they became Rolling Stone, and you could hear the people screaming from the crowd. Now, we laugh because it's funny. It's pathetic. That's the president of the freaking United States of America, man. Uh, Rolling Stone, I, I, I got my mind going. You know, he's the old guy's obviously in some kind of decline, man. You know it, and I know it. And you know what? G knows it. Vlad knows it. <laughs> the mullahs know it. Everybody knows it around the world. And you see a moment like that, and first off, the the propagandists that used to be uh, used to uh, stand for journalism uh, in in this country they don't they don't air it, they don't show it, they edit it down. You see this crap on Fox. You see it on with Ben Shapiro puts that stuff out on news. What was it? Newswire, yeah. But the bad guys, damn Skippy, are seeing stuff like this. And when you see the leader of the free world and he can't even get the name of a town just devastated by a tornado, right? And people's lives have been freaking destroyed. Now he's up there blathering like an idiot, not making any any stinking sense. They're watching too. Uh, Japan, as I heard right, Japan's going to be uh, working with this this new uh, currency. Brazil brokered a deal, uh, I believe, with China, and I think Russia as well. Maybe the, the chess pieces are lining up geopolitically, and they're not lining up in our favor. Okay, and the bad guys who are you know obviously uh, uh, looking uh, at the moves they want to make in the in the not so distant future. As far as uh, America and our place in the world, they're seeing this feeble, corrupt, old weirdo stumble over his words like everybody else is. And they're laughing their asses off. This is going to be so easy. <laughs> That's what they're saying. You know, we we had reports, we had new info, info coming out from the Japanese balloon thing, which nobody talks about it anymore, but... Apparently, yeah, gathered a lot of information on our military bases. It's what we're hearing now. And that thing was allowed to traipse across the country and circle over certain areas. And our government, your president, whoever is behind him actually running this S show right now, just let it go, man. Almost as if someone within our own government has ties to China. Who does China's bidding? Who would it's that be? Yeah, I, it's not anymore, is it, pal? Bidens are living high on the hog on Chinese money, man. And they have been for quite some time. So, yeah, the president uh, called Rolling Fork. Uh, <laughs> it's Rolling Fork, Mississippi, Rolling Stone. Because that's the last time he ever re- he read something. Was an issue of Rolling Stone from 1971, and embarrassing and funny, yeah. But the bad guys are watching this crap too. When we get back, I want to talk about Donald Trump's arraignment coming up tomorrow. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSa. 
Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Happy Monday. The phone line, holy Monday, by the way. Uh, phone lines are open 210-599-5555. We begin, uh, well, yesterday began the uh, the, the Holy Week uh, celebrations coming up on Resurrection Sunday. It, got, it came up on me real quick this year. And uh, it's a good a good week to reflect uh, on your spirituality. I'm going to be reflecting on my spirituality and uh, on the Easter story, which is uh, here we are. And there's a reason. Well, there's a reason why it's in spring. In, in a sense, this is the season of renewal, the season of rebirth. And Jesus and God and makes everything new again. And uh, so I'm trying to keep that in my mind. I, I try to reserve Holy Week uh, for as a period for me personally to kind of look over stuff and count my blessings and, you know, work even harder to let go of the, the crummy stuff that doesn't need to be in my life that I'm bringing into it uh, and and really just kind of get my wings straight. That's what I try to do every uh, every year during Holy Week. Now, this week's going to be a little interesting (laughs) because not only is it Holy Week, but it's a, uh, I am going to tell you a very important week in the future of this history, uh, in the future of the history of this country, rather, and what we end up becoming and what we are becoming. Uh, Donald Trump is going to be arraigned tomorrow. This is where he hears the actual charges out of the indictment and uh, blah, blah, stinking blah. The uh, news cameras are already in New York. He is, uh, in fact, uh, Fox has a split screen between Palm Beach and the Trump airplane and uh, and lower Manhattan where this courthouse is. And uh, it, Trump's going to own the news uh, for the for the foreseeable future on this thing, depending on how things go tomorrow. I have no idea. I'm, I'm not going to. I keep telling uh, folks on the radio, you know, I'm going through this for the first time, just like everybody else is. We've never seen this happen before, where an ex-president has been indicted. We've certainly never seen an ex-president get indicted on an out-of-date misdemeanor that uh, federal prosecutors already have dismissed that the FEC, I mean, if, if they're trying to trump this up, that's right, I did use that word intentionally. If they're trying to trump this up as a violation of uh, campaign finance law, which is what they're trying to do, odd that the folks who oversee uh, election laws in this country, the FEC, uh, did their own investigation into this very matter and found there was nothing to charge him with. Didn't break the law. But here we go. It's going to be a rain tomorrow. Uh, whatever that's going to look like, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. This is, an un, like I said on Friday, this is an undiscovered country. I don't know. Looking at uh, or, or taking Trump's personality into consideration, uh, I think he wants the mugshot. I think he wants the mugshot holding a little card. I think he wants to, you know, this is what you want. Because I'm telling you, it seems to me like they are grotesquely underestimating him and underestimating his base once again, which is what they did in 2016. 
you, you look at some of the numbers. Um, who was it? Bill McLaughlin? John McLaughlin. I forget who. Did a poll over the weekend. Breitbart was reporting on this. This was a, a poll of a 1,000 voters uh, who were not all Republicans, not all. They were, they were across the board, some Democrats. They mixed it up. And uh, the the poll came out, uh, 47% of the respondents said, uh, you know, because of the indictment, I'm now going to support Trump. The indictment itself made up my mind as far as who I'm going to support in this thing. And that includes some Democrats, 47%. Uh, now I I don't know what the real game here is. If they if they obviously they want a bunch of crap going on, as far as people protesting and violence, they always are looking for that whenever they can get it. They'd love another January six, except this one even bigger and better, and you know uh, involved in multiple cities and across the country, and that would be great. They would love that. So I don't know at the end of the end of the day if the indictment is really just about one DA who's trying to make his bones politically, who's been gunning for Trump for a long time. Mark Levin did a great job of looking at this Alvin Bragg guy last night. Uh, or do they just really hate his guts that much that they honestly want to put him in jail for a crime he didn't commit, which is what they tried to do for four years? Right? Or uh, if, I, I, I don't know, I mean, there, there was talk over the weekend about uh, if the judge in this case, who Trump was talking to crap about, uh, puts a gag order on the whole thing, I guess the thinking is that, well, then he can't use it on his campaign. But you know what? He wouldn't have to. You know Trump. All he'd have to do is go out there in front of a whole bunch of people uh, to overflow capacity at whatever whatever freaking stadium he wishes to occupy and say, well, you know, I can't talk about what's going on. But you know what's going on, don't you? That's all he's got to do. Uh, I, but again, what's really at play here, I don't know. But uh, 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 I know that uh, one thing I know for certain, <laughs> tomorrow is going to be a very interesting day. And uh, there's a lot of folks, and I suspect many more on the Democrat side, who might be uh, keeping quiet about this uh, opinion or these reactions that they're having. A lot of Democrats are out there going, wait wait a minute. Can't arrest them for doing nothing. Uh, I ho- at least I hope so. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, maybe they're all true believers. Maybe they. I, I saw so many social media posts over the weekend on 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 uh, uh, Facebook, which is what I the only social media I do. Slap them in jail. the The world is safe again because we're going to put you know Donald Trump in jail where he belongs. So there's a lot of true believers out there that you hate Donald Trump because he's not a Democrat. In other words, you know what? If Donald Trump, if everything had been equal, if you think about this, if everything had been equal and you only changed out one thing about Donald Trump and you turned him into a Democrat as opposed to being a Republican, he would have been beloved by the left. They, oh my God, they would have gushed over that guy. One thing is also for certain, though, when it comes to the propagandists 
posing as journalists, they still got to put butts in the seats, right? They still got to fill the theater. They still need people consuming their product. And you know what? Donald Trump sells, baby. Donald Trump sells. Donald Trump uh, brings audience to CNN. Donald Trump brings audience to MSNB puke. Donald Trump brings audience to all of these these scumbags in the elite media and being prostitutes of a different kind, they 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 welcome it. So I, if for all we know, a lot of this indictment stuff, too, is all about showbiz and all about uh, optics. I don't know. We'll see. 210-599-5555. Let's go to Brad. Brad, how you doing? Well, hey, good morning, young man. I have a theory that uh, the... Uh, National police will release that manifesto at the same time that the Trump indictment stuff. So one one of those two things are going to knock uh, the other out of the headlines. But I think you pretty much hit the major points. Alvin, as I think the Babylon Bee nailed it with him, they said New York DA announces plan to get Trump reelected <laughs> and uh, the free media publicity. I think I thought the media beat themselves black and blue uh, doing an after action review in, in 2016 right. and saying, well, you know, we gave away too much free media everywhere you turn. Hey, we've got Donald Trump standing by. <laughs> OK, now let's cut to Donald Trump and all the other what 16 or 17 uh, people running for the nomination were really kind of short shrifted on that. Oh, yeah. It's like you said, Trump generates ratings and generates viewers. And that means more money for from advertisers. Right. So they're kind of over a barrel, so to speak. They hate the guy, but they realize he makes some money. They, they hate the guy, but they have, need him. <laughs> they need him. And, they do. And you raise a good point. You know, this is a misdemeanor. Uh, the previous DA was a man, I believe, named Cyrus Vance. His daddy was uh, Jimmy Carter's uh, right. Foreign it's secretary a trip in the wayback machine, day. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little trivia there for you, but Cy right. Vance, nope, not going to do it. Not enough of a crime. Can't not can't indict it. Indict it. Uh, the election commission, nope, not a crime. Can't indict it. And it's it's past the statute of limitations. It is so so. And the, the real kicker they're, they're is pulling it out of their ass. Business. I mean, they they're pulling this indictment out of their butts. I, I got to run, man. Of, yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks for the call. I want to get to see very quickly here in a second, but you know, uh, it, it, this is going to be a complete circus tomorrow. And ultimately, I think it's going to work to Donald Trump's favor. Uh, you know what it reminds me of? Remember in the one of the great last great movies, uh, uh, The Dark Knight, uh, with uh, the Bat. Yes, the Batman movie with Heath Ledger as the Joker, which made the movie. And Batman says to the Joker, his arch enemy, "You know, why are you trying to kill me?" And uh, the Joker says, kill you? I'm not trying to kill you. I need you. I mean, it's kind of like, you know what I mean? We're, we're a unit. The left hate Donald Trump. They freaking need him, man. They need him. 210-599-5555. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sean. Uh, let me tell you, my loyalty, I want to make this very clear. Right. My loyalty is to the country the flag, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, right. freedom, the Republic. And the Republic is in great, great danger right now yep. by these these communist Democrats. With the, everybody needs to drop out of the race. Everybody in the conservative party, everybody in the Republican Party needs to step out and back this man. This is our only chance. He is our 
best, not I won't say our only, but our best chance of saving this republic. And as proof of that, I hold out, Ron DeSantis had some book signings this weekend. Oh, yeah. A few people showed up. But at every one of those book signings, there were Trump trains mm. that you couldn't see beginning to end. <laughs> it right. is Trump. It is Trump who the American, who the freedom-loving, constitution-loving Americans want. And and if they would just get behind them, we can unify at least a a larger part of the country. We're never going to have the wacko Democrats, demo-demons, I call them. I call them the true believers. The real morons are are never going to, you're never going to win them over or be able to convince them of anything. But I think that, that don't that, you agree? It's, you, there probably are more than a few Democrats out there that are just keeping their mouths shut, but are who who are watching this, going, wait a minute, Democrat voters, yeah, Democrat voters, yes, absolutely, yeah. and there are also independents. There are also people who are, after years of this, are saying, man, this is really getting out of hand. If we're going to save this country, if we're going to stay free, if we're going to keep the, the CCP out of here, if we're going to keep all of the these coalitions if we're going to save the world we gotta we have to get behind one the guy who's got the very best chance and if you saw some of those videos over the weekend it was just undeniable it is trump i agree steve i gotta run man appreciate the call we'll take a little break 210-599-5555 it's sean on news talk 550 ktsa this is jamie markley and you're listening to news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 stay connected yeah man news talk 550 ktsa fm 1071 i'm sean a rupaul build-a-bear really we need that we need a rupaul you know, RuPaul's still a dude, right? I mean, have, you, have the trannies listening to the... You you watch RuPaul, right? I mean, I actually have seen a fair amount of RuPaul t- uh, television. My uh, daughter Alicia went through... Uh, my wife were watching a lot of that crap for a while. It's kind of interesting stuff until, you know, you just had your fill of, of, of drag queens, uh, which for me was about, I don't know, 12 months ago. RuPaul's a dude, man. RuPaul sometimes dresses like a dude. Man. RuPaul is a dude. But that notwithstanding, uh, RuPaul is also king of the queens, if that makes sense. And the Build-A-Bear Workshop, which, you know, used to be for little kids. Remember the good old days when Build-A-Bear was about little kids? It took my daughter when she was maybe six or seven, seven or eight. To a Build-A-Bear uh, place, and uh, you made, made her a little teddy bear, which I think she still has. But uh, the Build-A-Bear workshop is now offering a pre-designed RuPaul teddy bear. Uh, it, now, it's not um, it, it's not available, I think, at every location. Uh, I guess Build-A-Bear now has an 18-plus section. <laughs> And you can get it on the website, uh, but if you bring up the Build-A-Bear website, you see the RuPaul thing right there, front and center. I'm going to go get a RuPaul Build-A-Bear. I'm going to take all the clothes off and put it in some overalls. I'm going to put a you know can of whiskey in its hand. I'm going to cut its hair, put a piece of you know like you know like a, like a straw, you know a piece of wheat coming out of its mouth, you know chewing on a piece of wheat. 
butch it up a little bit? I'm going to redneck it up. I'm going to give me a, Bill, a RuPaul oh, Build-A-Bear, and I'm going to put a Bud Light. Well, he can't use that anymore. That's been trannied up, too. I'm just going to put a little bottle of uh, bathtub gin in her hand. I'm gonna red. I'm gonna get me a RuPaul teddy bear and redneck it up, man. I'm just. Uh, I'm gonna put a NASCAR shirt on it. You know, for trannies, NASCAR is like holy water. You know what I mean? You, you want to upset a tranny? You know, start talking NASCAR stuff. So I'm gonna put a NASCAR. T- yeah, I'm either gonna. I'm gonna get me a RuPaul teddy bear and I'm either gonna put a NASCAR T-shirt on it or I love Jesus T-shirt. I'm going to get me a little y'all need Jesus. I got one of those. I, you ever see one of them y'all need Jesus? T- I'm going to put a little y'all need Jesus t-shirt on a RuPaul. It would probably probably be, uh, I'd probably be arrested for a hate crime. Think about that. If I got me a RuPaul freaking teddy bear and rednecked it up, put a NASCAR shirt on it, yeah, you know, and maybe cut the hair into a mullet, give, give that RuPaul teddy bear a freaking mullet, and take pictures of it, and and you know what I mean? Put some Levi's on that thing. Give me a pair of Levi's from Walmart. Put on my RuPaul teddy bear. A couple of aviator, pair of aviator glasses. And I'll even, you know, or maybe a God Bless America t-shirt. I'm trying to think of which would trigger the trannies worse. A God Bless America t-shirt, a Y'all Need Jesus t-shirt, or a NASCAR t-shirt. I'm going to redneck up that RuPaul doll. And I'm going to post pictures of it on Facebook just to trigger you trannies because I don't care anymore. Get him a little MAGA hat. I just, a little MAGA hat. I just don't care anymore. I'm trannied out. It's gone. It's too much. You know, and a lot of it was last week, man, when a tranny murders three nine-year-olds and three 60-year-olds at a Christian church. And all stinking week long, we had to hear what a freaking victim she was. Baby, it's time it's time for me to exit the theater. I'm just I'm not, you know what I mean? I, I, I say this all the time. I've spent most of my life as a fairly libertarian dude. You know what? I don't care how you live. You live your life. Just don't, don't screw up my ability to live my life. If you're a dude, you want to live like a woman, like a woman, great. But you know what? That whole trans thing has been co-opted by political forces. You are being used. That's why we have a RuPaul Build-A-Bear now. That's why the CMTs were all trannied up last night, apparently. I didn't watch it. And a lot of people, as I always say, who ordinarily would be supportive of you on on a lot of different fronts... Uh, with all this crap, especially dragging the kids into it, and I do mean dragging the kids into it, man. Are you just you're shoving people in the opposite direction? And I can only think at this point that the shoving of other people in the opposite direction is actually what's is actually the end game. Because you want those same people to go nuts. Now that can't happen. Got to keep it cool, like my buddy uh, uh, Big G says in Kerrville. Cool is the rule, man. Just keep it cool. 210-599-5585. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Anywhere. Anywhere anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. I want a goat. I just want a goat. 
I'll get like a little goat. A little miniature. <laughs> I do. I want a goat. I want to put a goat in the backyard. We got a dog. We got two dogs. We got Bruce, and Bruce is a really affable dog. I don't know what the hell he is. He's some kind of shepherd thing. Right. Uh, and then we have a, an ancient Chihuahua, who you know will not be with us for too much longer. Right. Then again, she's awfully, you know, stubborn. Yeah. She says the same thing about you. I'm sure she does. Yeah. I love I love the Chihuahua. I love the Chihuahua, but my wife hates her because she poops on the porch. Anyway, point being, <laughs> he just meant stubborn. Not that you're not going to be around much longer. That's not what Don was saying. Just that you're stubborn. No, I know. Okay. I'm, I'm talking about the Chihuahua. <laughs> Oh, is that what I meant? Sorry. Oops. <laughs> See how you are. <laughs> you guys. I'm just saying at some point Bruce is going to need need another playmate, and I'm thinking about getting him a goat because I like go- I, I think goats are fascinating. They're right. extremely intelligent creatures. They are very smart. Goats are very smart. Like pig smart? Not pig smart, but they're smart. They're smarter than a cat. And well, I just, wouldn't go and they make far. a really cool noise. They sound like a shrieking woman when they when they yell. And I, I just I think it would be funny to have a goat in the backyard. I think goats right. are cool, Don. Yeah. I'm in this the goats. explains the overalls. You're <laughs> in the goats. Goat. <laughs> Finish off the lot. <laughs> He's in the goats, he says. <laughs> I'm gonna go out and take feed the goat. But I there's a story I saw out of North Carolina, which is kind of cool. And I've actually seen these this pair of critters. Uh, online, uh, it's a dog and a goat in North Carolina who have been raised together. Cinnamon and Felix. Cinnamon is the goat, and they I, for the, the former owner uh, had a goat and a dog. Goats are very communal, like like dogs are, and they're best bestest bestest friends. They've taken the internet by storm because they're, the dude would do little videos of them, and I've seen some of the videos. I watch stupid animal videos. That's where I am at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, the owner couldn't take care of them anymore, and so they, they, they became a nationwide thing to find the goat and, a, and a, the dog a home so they didn't have to be split up. And apparently they did. They, uh, they The <laughs> Wake County Board of Commissioners put out an official press release that they found a place for uh, Cinnamon and Felix. How about that? And now I want a goat. Plus, think of all the free cheese. Now, I'm just saying I want a goat. You know, I think you, it would be they, they cool having just, a goat. Cheese doesn't just fall from the goat. I mean, there's some... Well, it sort of does. Kind, well, no, not really. There's <laughs> a certain squeeze level the of... right place. <laughs> well, <laughs> the same thing would happen to you if we squeeze you hard enough. But still... You're right. Only <laughs> cheese, cheese wouldn't come out, though. <laughs> Something else would. I'm just oh, saying. Gross, I'm just saying. I think it would be cool to have All a goat. Right. Well, I think that perhaps before you invest in a goat, you should talk to somebody who has a goat, maybe several, and you can get the pros and cons of the whole thing. Now that would make sense, Don, which right. is precisely why I'm not going to do it. You're just going to go. I just want to. I want to come home with a goat one day. I'm, I'm just going to yeah. surprise the wife. Uh, come home with a goat. Right. She'll promptly cut it up and stew it and turn it into Carnegie Sada. I, I don't know. What's a goat go for these days? I, I have no idea what, what the price of your average goat is. Per taco? Is no, like a, not per taco, oh, James. Come is on. there like a goat blue book where you can kind of <laughs> call up and find out, you know, well, I don't want a mountain goat. I want a miniature goat that makes me laugh. I want a goat that makes me laugh. All right, so I just Googled this. You just go. You just Typically, did a goat Google. A, a single non-heritage goat, whatever the hell that means. Non-heritage goat. <laughs> runs between 50 and 300 bucks. 
It's not bad for a goat. And oh. you don't have to mow the backyard. And you have to mow the backyard. You pay more for a wiener dog than you will for a goat. That's true. I want a goat. You get more meat from goat than wiener dog. I'm not going to eat the goat. <laughs> eat a wiener dog. Okay, Mr. Worst Fest. No. Okay, come on. Come on. You don't eat wiener dogs, man. I want a goat. You got the overalls, buddy. I just want me a goat to play with and love on. I want to love me a goat. 210, taking your calls. 210-599-5555. I did have a caller just call up and said he would hook you up with a goat. Oh, see, so there you go. We got a, I don't want a goat no connection going black on. market goat. No, you want I don't a legitimate. Want, I want a legitimate goat. Right. I don't want to buy no goat in some back alley. Wait a minute. I don't sell goats in back alleys. <laughs> I don't want to buy no illegal goat at some damn petting zoo. I'm just saying. I want to go. You want the, you want documentation. I want a real goat. So that way when the law shows up at your house, <laughs> you'll be able to document the fact that you Mr. John, the police, the popos here, you have a, they don't they want your goat. Sorry, baby. We just had another call that uh, you're you're cool with goats. People can hook you up. A Maine Coon cat? No. Goats? Yeah. Yes. You know, you know, perhaps this is the way you should give up on the Maine Coon cat because they're expensive. Well, I'm not going to get a free Maine Coon, but I might no. get a free goat. Uh, someone will probably give you a goat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever think in your award-winning career that you would someday say those words you just said? <laughs> 40 years somebody in. Somebody might give you a goat. 40 years in. 40 years me. in. That's the first time he's ever said that succession of words. Right. Trey's laughing right now. Yeah. I get you a goat. I know some boys got a goat. You want a goat? I got a goat. We got goats all over the place. Just Texas got goats. I got a guy in Kerrville goes groats on trees. What? Pick one. <laughs> goats on trees. <laughs> if you got a goat in your tree, it's because he climbed there. They yeah. can climb too. You ever see one of them mountain goats standing on the edge of a of a cliff? They just stand there looking at crap, going, "I'm a goat, and I'm on the side of a cliff." Yep. Goats on trees. Uh, goats on trees. Very underrated indie band. <laughs> That's an actual goats on trees. I'm going to start a folk duo. Call it the Cheese of the Goat. Cheese of the Goat. And sing John Denver songs. I want a goat. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You should not have a goat. Why shouldn't because, I have a goat? Because for the first time What's in my life, me from... I will feel sorry for the goat. I will take good care of the goat. <laughs> oh, my stepkids will. Yeah, my wife and stepkids, wife and kids, something to do. Take care of the goat. <laughs> no. I'll pay the mortgage. You take care of the goat. <laughs> I don't think that's. A, I don't think it's a good idea at all. No, I, 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 I know my wife's out there somewhere in radio angling. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> we ain't getting no stinking goat. Right. Son of a motherless goat. And she calls people. Maybe Rhymo walking around his neighborhood with a goat on a leash. I would, just to mess with people. <laughs> hey, nope. how you doing? Have a great day. I'm walking a goat. Nobody's going to flinch. <laughs> it makes total in sense. In my neighborhood, probably right. not. No. It, <laughs> walking down the road with those overalls on. It's 110 degrees outside. With my, I was walking a with goat. my RuPaul <laughs> Build-A-Bear under my arm and a goat on a leash. His name is Gilbo. <laughs> yeah. Gilbo the goat. Yeah. I want a goat.
Please don't get a goat. Oh no! You know what? I could completely think of the olive trays I could do. (laughs) (laughs) Of my own cheese. Todd can't breathe. (laughs) You could come over and eat. No, that's okay. Got some goat cheese from Little Gilbo out there. I think I'll pass on the charcuterie board at Rhino's house. No problem. (laughs) I was going to do that joke. Damn it, Todd. Damn it. (laughs) Little goat butt hairs on the plate. (laughs) On the board. (laughs) I got the cheese myself. I churned it myself. 210. (laughs) The goats in the corner like, man, I feel so violated. I took up a smoking habit. No, the goats in the corner going, ah! <laughs> He touched me inappropriately! Ah! You ever hear a goat scream? Ah! <laughs> Show me on the doll where Sean touched you, goat. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? And suddenly, then the show became deliverance all of a sudden. <laughs> 21059. <laughs> Show me where the bad man touched the goat. You jackass. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> All right. 210-599-5555. I want a goat. It's, and I'm going to die in pink. I want a pink goat for Easter. Oh. All right. 210-599-5555. Taking your calls. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The news, weather, traffic, and sports for your day. That's why I listen. Always on News Talk 550 KTSA. All day, every day. And FM 1071. Yeah, buddy. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Getting down to it. Again, tomorrow's going to be a fun day on the air one way or the other. Here's Mike. Mike, how you doing? doing great man what are you thinking oh man uh, just driving down listening to your show but uh we've got some goats if you want one it's yours (laughs) i you know i sort of would have to ask my wife first and i don't think she's gonna go for it i don't (laughs) think she'd want a goat in the back i'd love a goat in the backyard i'd like a couple of goats in the backyard those short little goats so let you pet them but i don't think it's gonna happen Pygmy goats? Yeah. <laughs> That's so racist. I'm just saying, I want a little cute goat, but I don't think my wife will allow it to. She, I'm the one who brought the chihuahua into our world, and she hates the chihuahua. Because the chihuahua poops on her porch. The chihuahua's 103 years of age, man. She'd be glad she's pooping, baby. I'm sorry. Oh, you're still there? I'm just saying, I don't yeah, know I'm if here. I can actually get a goat, but I'd like to have a goat. All right, well, let me know. I will. I will. Thank you. Now, you see, Dude's that, selling goats. that should tell you everything you need to know What's that? about goats. What People about? are calling and just offering to give you one. Just take it. Just take it. Take my goat. You know? Take my goat, please. Yeah. So what does uh, that tell you about the goat? Goats are cheap. But, but people don't want them. <laughs> people don't want their goats. <laughs> Can't get a Maine Coon, you know. You guys are right. I can't get a man. I wanted a Maine Coon. I want a free Maine Coon kitten. Right. Because they're huge. They're like the size of a puma. But you weren't And I to want pay for a big ass symbol like cat in my home. And so I'd love a Maine Coon. But that, people aren't just going to give you a $1,200 cat. No. But they might give you a goat. <laughs> Boss is in his office going, 
Hey, bud, why are you talking about goats? You've been talking about goats for seven minutes, man. Come on, Trump's getting a rain tomorrow. You're talking about goats. Dude. Um, the goat generated more phone calls than Trump. The goat did. Right, yeah. Well, people get sick and tired of hearing about how crummy things are. <laughs> you know, you can't spend two stinking hours telling people just how crummy things are. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got trannies on Bud Light now. They got trannies on a can of Bud Light, man. People want a good goat story every now and again. I do. I love goat videos. I watch the goat videos where they're screaming and there's just something funny about it. But tomorrow uh, will be the arraignment. Well, if Trump ought to be really funny, bring a goat on a leash down to Manhattan. <laughs> I wanted to bring my lawyer, but all I found was a stinking goat. Americans love goats. Oh, it's such a beautiful goat. Have you ever seen such a beautiful goat? They want to indict the goat. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well played. Alvin Bragg says he's not only going to indict me, he's going to indict the goat. In fact, the goat's name is Alvin Bragg. There's the scream of a goat. You've got to put a goat in a cage. These liberal prosecutors, these George Soros-backed prosecutors, they want to put your goat in jail. If they can put your goat's next, I'm just in the way. <laughs> Point rhyme of beans. Big can of beans. Big can of beans. Yeah. It's only me between you and your goat and the communists of the liberal party. Sounds like uh, Stormy there. Whoa. I thought Whoa. Stormy sir. was in the background. Sir, sir, sir. No. I heard her scream. It's, hey, that, I'm just saying it's how she used to sound. <laughs> like a shrieking goat with a horse face. <laughs> so tomorrow I'm being arraigned. Anyway. <laughs> I tried for six years to get a Trump invitation going. It just occurred, it came to me for some reason. I don't know why. I think the spirit moved you. I guess. Inspired by goats. The Founding Fathers all had goats. <laughs> and uh, their goats were belo- they're beautiful goats. It helped start this country. Now they want to put them all in a cage. <laughs> along with your favorite president Me. and his goat. What? <laughs> anyway, so tomorrow will be a very interesting day. <laughs> but in the meantime, make sure you build a wall around your goats. Because they're coming for your goats. We're going to build a wall. A beautiful wall. To keep the goats and the farm animals in. Because you got the Biden administration has all these illegals coming across the border and they're stealing our goats. For tacos. And putting our goats in the trafficking. <laughs> killing our goats. The Carnegie Sada. And olive plates. <laughs> America, it's time to make goats great again. Goats <laughs> great again. Oh, God, is the show over yet? Yes, yes, oh, yes. Thank, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Well, over. it's Holy Week. We got through a Monday. All right, thank you, James. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.